And now, broadcasting from their secret hideout, Checkpoint XP presents a show about comic books and superheroes. Robbie Landis, Joe Sloan, The Other Identity. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another issue of The Other Identity, a comic book culture show about superheroes and movies and comics and all types of uh, awesome stuff like that, brought to you, of course, by uh, me, your host, Robbie Landis, and, of course, with me, as always, Joe Slow. That's right, your faithful sidekick. Oh, really? You're going you're to lean into the whole sidekick thing now, huh? I, all right, listen, I mean, I feel like people listen to the show, they kind of get, like, you're kind of the lead host. That's right. I just got to be, you know, understand. I got to work on being a good sidekick like i don't want to be a bad sidekick i don't mm-hmm. want to be like jason todd oh yeah there's there's a few layers to that one joe yeah so maybe I just, not i don't yeah. want to get hit with the crowbar is what i'm trying to say or come back as a psychopath murdering everybody i mean maybe that part i'm not so worried about but sure i don't know if i'd classify that under the the good sidekick oh okay uh, uh part of it but yes let's not be jason todd maybe maybe you could aim more for like aqualad Aqualad's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm he's not bad. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. Not bad. Yeah. So, all right. I, of course, am the hero. Joe, my faithful sidekick. That's how you're being introduced from now on. You are the trusty <laughs> sidekick. Yeah, all right. <laughs> it's canon now. Uh, but, of course, we're here because there's a lot of great, great news that uh, just came out of San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con, uh, the Marvel panel. We now have what looks like the breath of Phase 4. But the last time we got any real information from Marvel was... I mean, it's been over a year, right? It's, it, it's been longer, right? Because like than we were, a year because, in between uh, Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame. Well, even even leading up to Infinity War, like like they knew that they were in a point. Because remember, early on, uh, for the longest time, we didn't even know what Endgame's title was right. because they're like Endgame and what comes after Endgame. If you guys knew, would spoil what's coming next, right? Spoilers, no, it didn't because we still have no <laughs> clue what's coming next. We had no clue, and Endgame wouldn't have told us anything. No, well, I mean, even the slate that we have now doesn't tell us really, really anything. Tell us anything? There's, there are. We some, know what movies we're going to see, right. which is nice. But uh, uh, well, for example, we know uh, Feige has said that in the next phase there will not be an Avengers movie. Like it won't culminate, right? In I don't want to say it won't culminate in a team up movie because he specifically said an Avengers, Avengers movie. movie, right? Because you know their their leadership is gone; they've they've been scattered. Uh, he it really does, only makes sense for it to culminate in a it does a, a, like a team up, yeah. Thing. Like, that's well, because how that, it works, and and that's what always sort of separates the phases, right. right? So even I guess if it doesn't culminate in one, then the next one better start with one. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. like where do you where's the cutoff point? You know, um, but uh, the, there there are a few context clues uh, I think that that we can draw from some of the movies. But but no, no, I don't think any of the hints are in the titles themselves. Uh, now he did mention though that Marvel does know what their next crossover event is going to be. Yes. Now crossover event to you that that I, I would say that's what like Infinity War and Endgame was. Like the Avengers weren't crossover events. Mm. Were, were they? What do you think? No, I would argue that Avengers is definitely was definitely a crossover. Okay. Um, and that's what I think that they're saying. The next time that we'll see a group of superheroes appear on screen okay, together. Because, so like, cause like, I, I, I would call it, like, what we're going to see with uh, Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange. I don't think that's what they'd be alluding no, to. We're, no, something bigger there, than there's that. just one character coming in. So, obviously, the, the four Avengers movies, Civil War, then I would also say, is a crossover, crossover event. event. Yeah, I And then the that. Infinity Wars. Okay, yeah. fair enough. 
So uh, why don't we go ahead uh, and, and we'll do these uh, based on when they're going to be coming out so we can maybe try and, and piece together uh, you know, some type of like narrative or something, right? You know, where we think it's building to. So, of course, uh, May 2020, we have the Black Widow movie. Now, what we know about this is Wait, uh, they're actually doing a Black Widow movie. What a shock! I can't believe it. Right? Uh, we know that uh, Taskmaster, yeah. is going to be, or at least right now, is the face of who the main antagonist is. Whether or not someone's behind him pulling the strings. We have no idea. Uh, David Harbour has been confirmed as the Red Guardian. That's interesting. When is the last time we saw Taskmaster in Spider-Man, right? The video game? Oh, yes. Is that the, I mean, the, I can't think of a time seeing him ever before that, like in anything. Nope. Nope. Like comics, maybe. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so, no, okay. It's, so, yeah. It's, he's, he, he's kind of been right for it. There, there, there was a character in last season's shield that i thought was going to be taskmaster oh, okay. and, and may have been loosely based around but didn't call him taskmaster so that's fine um and i don't think that they have yet given us a definite time frame because obviously it happens in the past somewhere because mm-hmm. scar is still alive yeah and we know we're gonna see budapest mm-hmm. um here's my question okay. for you yeah because they've brought into the already the idea of you know time jumping realm jumping uh uh uh, reality jumping all this type of stuff and then there's also when you look at like you know the super soldier program uh we can't discount the idea of cloning Mm. we have now two characters already that have died but they found a quote-unquote clever way to bring them back that just erases a lot of what we know of them in both loki which we'll talk about later and gamora right Mm -hmm. do you think that they could potentially do something or would they potentially do something like that with black widow possibly here's my prediction for for black widow um and it's a little out there but i think what we're gonna see is because uh one thing that they said is this is going to help explain why her story had to end on vermeyer sure so see i'm afraid that with that because i get that right we 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 realize why is is i think even in the beginning of endgame you see that she takes the brunt of the responsibilities onto herself and she looks at the rest of the avengers you know all these superpowered people as her family and especially with tony uh, uh gone that it's it's up to her to lead them and protect them and her final act of sacrifice to her that's what that was that yeah that, you know that that was her guaranteeing basically that that the last thing that i do with my life is going to make sure that you guys have what you need to save the day and i think in her head this absolutely erases all the red she has in her ledger in her puts book. her into mm-hmm. the black and there's no way like like if, if she's done with it there's no way that she can then be put into, into a position you know later on that could potentially ruin it i see and I think what we're going to what may happen is I think she may run into cap uh, fixing things because we know caps obviously been going through time fixing stuff and I know it's going to screw up this time travel thing but the, it's already screwed up anyway but then, and then if, that's 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 to say then that her story would have would, would need something to do with any of the infinity stones when they took them no I'm just saying she might run into cap who is living his life now oh she might run into that cap and then it, you know if she gets any kind of inkling of what happened she would understand oh my story ends on vernmeyer literally ah. to preserve this timeline hmm, interesting that's kind of where i'm thinking they okay. might go with that, it to explain how it, so maybe she's always known she's kind of always known that she end. will make the sacrifice at some point maybe and maybe like okay, it, she doesn't know it's vernmeyer but cap kind of lets her know like no you make the ultimate sacrifice and mm-hmm. save everybody because of it that's and interesting. That's 
that's kind of my thinking on where yeah, it's going. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that I would necessarily hate that. Um, I, I wouldn't be upset if they went that route with but, it. But. Do you feel like this that that the Black Widow movie also needs to move the greater MCU forward in some way, especially because this is going to be our first taste of Phase Four? Yeah, I think it really does because uh, I can't have it be just more of reconciling what happened in the first saga because that's what Spider-Man: Far From Home was. Mm-hmm. Far From Home was there to okay, we're going to tie up any remaining loose ends, and they, and they did a and very good job with that. That is great job. Definitively the end of the infinity saga and yes. so yeah i feel like this movie has to really drive home something new is beginning and the fact that what i what i'm really looking forward to and what i really hope they find a compelling way to do is i don't want whatever's coming next to necessarily have anything to do with the infinity saga like like for example uh, uh some people myself included are are predicting that they could use annihilation wave right which i believe in the comics uh, uh, Annihilus was basically responding to all this surge of energy from the infinity from the snap so even though it's a different story it does still sort of play into it and i think i like the idea that something else began you know back before like age of ultron like something Mm -hmm. actually began several years ago that was put into motion or even further back that we're only just now sort of realizing yeah i think a movie like black widow it's going to have a lot of kind of burden to shoulder because with Fire From Home, you know, it was the wind down. It was kind of the payoff of a few more plot points. Mm-hmm. This movie is going to have the responsibility of starting phase four, but there's no way we're going to have any real picture of, what of what's means. going on in phase four That's at the fair. end of this movie. And everyone needs to understand that going into the film. Like, you're mm-hmm. not going to walk out of this. Like, when we walked out of Infinity War, like, our jaws were on the floor. Our brains were melted. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're going to walk in like this should this should be like seeing iron man that should be the comparison point it's the beginning of something new and i i mean i while iron man was extremely well received it i feel like it was years later when people were like iron man's incredible i i get the comparisons you're making but but at the same time we're also while it's the start of a new saga because we've been through the Infinity Saga already, we right. can't treat it exactly exactly the same. That that's like saying you know a new battle royale game that comes out. We can't compare it to to Fortnite now. You have to compare right. it to when it began, sure. which may be fair, but it's 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 not the reality. It's, it's of fair, the but it isn't realistic, right? So something you know, Feige has said that they're they're doing these movies and they're telling these stories in a different way, and so there there man, there is a lot of pressure on the Black Widow movie. You know, oh yeah! First of all, you know it's it's uh, now the the second female led uh, movie in the MCU, yep. so there's still going to be a lot of pressure there. You know, it has to now kickstart uh, the next saga, whatever that is. Uh, I think a lot of people, you know, Norris from from our main show, uh, Checkpoint XP uh, uh, included, already I think don't have the deepest sort of satisfaction with the character of Black Widow. Sure. And a lot of people also feel like, you know, the fact that, you know, it's the only girl on the team uh, and she basically was fridged, you know, killed so that the men could go on to save the world type deal. I mean, I think a lot of people are probably going to go in this not negatively, but but there's just there's a lot of pressure on this movie. There's a lot of pressure. And I mean, I think a lot of the problems with Black Widow that people have do stem from the fact that she didn't have a movie. Like we have so much more context from the other heroes or for the other heroes that we see because we've had one to three movies for almost all of them, except for Hawkeye, which admittedly, uh, but yeah, I'm hopeful that, you know, people will walk into this movie just expecting something different because 
we have to go back in time. We know, obviously. Well, and let's hope it gives us something different. Because if it also gives us a story we've already seen before or something that's, you know, predictable. Yeah, I don't... Mm. Listen, I loved seeing how Endgame tied into the events of New York, how it tied into the events Mm -hmm. of Captain Marvel, how it tied into, you know, various time periods. I don't need that again. No, well, this is I need something different now. Well... Yeah, I don't know, man. I I just uh, this is one of those ones where I'm just I really have no idea what to expect from it. Yeah, when when was Budapest? When did that happen? Yeah. Uh, so uh, following that, the next one that we'll get is uh, the first Disney Plus series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is coming in fall 2020. Um, now, what's cool about this is uh, we found out that uh, Daniel Bruhl, uh, who played uh, uh, Baron Zemo, yeah, uh, is going to be back in this because remember at the end of Civil War, he wasn't killed; he was taken to wherever it was that he was taken, and. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he, you know, got free and that he's going to become that iconic villain. Like they even he, he even put out a, a teaser, I think, in social media of him wearing and it was kind of blurry and fuzzed out the iconic like pink purple mask oh, okay. type deal. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think that his character kind of gets lost a lot in translation from Civil War because obviously there was way bigger things going on. And everyone, you know, remembers the whole, you know, fight between Cap and Bucky and Iron Man. Yeah. But I think that he was actually one of the earlier villains who was actually very sympathetic. You know, everyone just thought, oh, terrorist trope, blah, 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 blah. But I mean, in the end, what he was trying to do wasn't hurt any you know anyone in particular he just knew hey there's more of these people somewhere and if i can take those off the off the table i'm going to and then yeah. you know once he did you know and, and his family died you know everyone can obviously uh uh you know relate to 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 that sort of loss and so now something else is happening with him that's pushing him further i'm, I'm interested to see how they handle that because i think that this could uh i think that this could be a good first First sort of a, a pitch from the from the Disney Plus movies. Yeah, I'm excited for the Disney Plus stuff. Um, I, I know, like you know, Norris is concerned about it, and people have their, their worries about it. But I'm looking forward to getting. I kind of have the opposite thing because the uh, the Hulu and Netflix stuff has never really had a true impact on the movies i've never felt any requirement to see them and therefore mm-hmm. i struggle to get into them like if they're really good you know if, if it's daredevil it's really good i watch that mm-hmm. if it's uh the punisher which was awesome you know i watched that but 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 you're not gonna potentially slog through something like agents of shield just to get to the good parts that make you love it exactly if i, I if there's it. no if there's not you're missing out in the, but i get it yeah well if there's not gonna be a payoff in the movies it's harder for me to you know slog through it mm-hmm. Uh, you watch Titans. Uh, I did watch Titans. Neither I mean, of us have finished it. <laughs> neither of us have finished it, and we did a show on it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's why I watched mm-hmm. Titans. What What I think is going to be important for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, 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 sorry, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. That's right. Or wait, yeah, because yeah, it's, 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 no, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? Oh, but they're he not is, doing But Captain. he is Captain America. This is why I think this is important. I think, and this is something that, that you have a hard time relegating in the movies, is I think that Falcon and the Winter Soldier is about Sam accepting his role now as Captain America mm. and what that means to him and and to how he's perceived because everyone knows who Captain America is now and even though we all know who the Falcon is as well I think that that it's going to be difficult not just for him but but for everyone else to to see him stepping into Cap's shoes and I think that if we get a quote unquote second season. I think then it would be Captain America and, and the Winter Soldier. Well, I mean that was actually the movie, but I think I think that at mm. the end of it there will be a distinction where we re- where where like he himself acknowledges 
I'm Captain America now. I wonder if that's why they went with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because there's already a movie. It's that's that, possible <laughs> as well. You know yes. what? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm looking forward to uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mainly because I think it's going to be an interesting dynamic for Sam to have to deal with. You know, the original Captain America was a war hero in World War II. He was famous. Uh, and then, you know, he disappeared and he kind of had 70 years to become a legend. And then he resurfaces. Mm-hmm. He's back. He survived all that. He's a hero again. That is a hell of a shadow, you know, being cast on everything else. To, for, and now he has to basically say, like, no, he chose me. He's given me the shield. It's time for me to step up and be that. That's it's, got away on you it's, it's gonna be a, it could end up being a very similar uh dynamic to sort of what peter was trying to deal with in in far from home as well you know yeah shows very Tony much. to be the next uh to be the next iron man right especially for peter who saw tony as a hero but didn't really get to see tony for all of his faults mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh Skuro in the chat saying you know could easily see some pushback where people in the series reject him as being captain america I don't, and I that don't, would be awesome I, I don't think that anyone from the team is going to do that but i do think that that seeing from the public side of things i i think that that will probably be a, an, an important part of it yeah to, to to help cast that doubt uh you're listening to the other identity a show about comic book culture and uh superhero movies uh, we're currently talking about uh some of the announcements that came out of san diego comic-con and uh how that is going to impact the future of the marvel cinematic universe so next up we have probably probably the one that i think that i'm the most anxious about the most mm. the most cautious yeah. about um now grant i don't know a lot about the eternals and i in in marvel has proven that when the audience doesn't have a lot of expectations that that is usually a strength that's when they shine for the movie yeah right um but the the eternals i i i can't help but the concept of them right kind of associate them more to what i would expect out of the inhumans right they're they're these aren't humans these these are cosmic Mm -hmm. beings that exist above life which means they're gonna have a bit of a complex and for some reason like 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 what i'm seeing in my head is is some sort of like uh, uh you know holier than thou more political type thing going on like i really don't know what to expect but but that's like what i'm seeing in my head and I think that people have certain uh, certain expectations when they go to see a superhero movie, right? Sure. Even even Captain America: The Winter Soldier, which people are like, oh, you know, it's a spy thriller, but it's still a superhero movie, right? right. And you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, the plucky, you know, rebellious uh, uh, freaks that nobody else. Lo- it's still a superhero movie, and even yeah, the, yeah. The, the the Doctor Strange horror film, it's still going to be a superhero movie. I I I I really just don't have any idea what to expect out of the Eternals, and I'm having trouble. Like, everything that I think of, I'm like, I don't know if those two things really go together. So, I, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'll think back to Guardians of the Galaxy uh, when that got announced. And I, I knew some of, the, you know, I knew people like Yondu, and I knew some other people. I did not have any real concept for Peter Quill. I did not have any real concept for Rocket Raccoon or Groot or, or Drax or Gamora, really any of them. Um and I really didn't have a good concept for like, wait, we're going into space. How am I supposed to really care about the consequences? And I feel like 
that one went over so well that I just have to kind of wait and see on the Eternals. Uh-huh. I, like, I don't know. You're right. Like you, I don't really know what to expect with the Eternals because you're right. They're these, these higher beings they're, They should have kind of a uh, superiority complex. Sort of well, thing going and, and uh, we, we, there are actually a few details here. It says uh, that uh, the film is going to feature the introduction of the immortal alien race, the Eternals mm-hmm. who are sent to save earth against their evil counterparts, the deviants. Uh, the film will reportedly span across millennia, and it might even build right up into the present day. So we could actually be looking at a film that doesn't even necessarily build up to where we are now. Um, Interesting. And uh, uh, it's being sort of uh, uh, theorized that, that maybe introducing the Eternals is sort of a way to make up for the uh, loss of the Inhumans, uh, who apparently they, they themselves were an offshoot of the Eternals. So okay. I mean, you know what? I, I mean, in Feige, we trust. And at this point, I'm, I'm stuck just kind of being like, you know what? I'm sure when it comes mm-hmm. out, I'll see it then and I'll, I'll make my judgment. But. I, I'm, I'm actually a little bit relieved that it could potentially take place before the events we see now. I mean, I realize that, you know, we like the idea that all these these movies and these stories are constantly building upon one each other. Yeah. Uh, uh, of each other but what i also worry about especially you know after endgame you know we were up to a point where we were getting three sometimes four marvel movies a year yeah and now we're going to get i think for the next two years we'll get like two and all the disney plus stuff but they're introducing more and more characters uh but as of now doing uh unless you count the disney plus stuff they're doing less less content right which the only thing that I worry about is when you introduce more story elements, but you're telling less stories that, that, you know, you might start to kind of, you know, clog up the dam a little bit. Well, and part of it is we're going to see, you know, some of the other characters obviously have stepped away. We're going to see, you know, we aren't going to have Captain America and Iron Man eating up movies. We're mm-hmm. not going to have, we, we do have a Thor movie coming out, but obviously it's going to be a little bit different. Focusing on Jane Valkyrie. We'll get to that. Yeah, as well. we'll get to that mm-hmm. in a bit, but uh you're right we're getting less movies at least for these first couple of years which i think part of that is them starting to figure out how they're going to be building into some of the other major properties right, that are right. coming in fantastic Four and, uh, and the eternals comes out november 6th 2020 as well november uh, 6th so that's going to be uh, so we're like six months away from that right now 20 2020 it's it's 2019 we're in November. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking February. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So so next year we'll get uh, basically two movies and a Disney Plus series, and then going into 2021 we have Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Now, granted, Shang Chi is another one that I'm not very familiar with. Uh, however, he will be facing off uh, against the Mandarin and his organization, the Ten Rings, yes. which um, the real Mandarin, the real Mandarin, not the Ben Kingsley Mandarin. Right. Who, as great as that role was, who, I actually by, loved by it. the way, I don't know how many of the Marvel one shots you ever watched, but yeah. the Mandarin and the Ten Rings actually broke into the high security prison and broke him out. So we may see the return of Ben Kingsley if, you know, they didn't just take him to the Mandarin and have him killed. What a great opening. Like, if the cold open of that movie is them, like, beheading Ben Kingsley's Mandarin, like, something like that, that would be an awesome cold open. Mm -hmm. Uh, So anyway, again, I don't know much about Shang-Chi. I'm I'm a little familiar with uh, the Mandarin from the old uh, Iron Man cartoon, who was, you know, one of his uh, 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 nemesis. Yeah. Um, I think that now is the perfect time to sort of bring the Mandarin in now that magic has been you know is something you're right that, that we're all just like yeah sure yeah no no problem um if we can accept dr strange we can accept the mandarin at this point exactly yeah. uh i think that we're right here we're probably looking at a pretty basic you know introduction to a hero uh whether or not it it sort of uh acts as a 
origin story or not, you know, will remain to be seen. But I think that Marvel's gotten pretty good about at least masking them in a way that they don't feel like an origin story. Right. Well, and I mean, characters like Shang-Chi, you're fine to do an origin story on. Mm-hmm. It's not a story we've heard a thousand times. Like when they did Doctor Strange as an origin story, that's fine. Most people, your average viewer, is not familiar with the origin of Doctor Strange. You know what I think I'm most excited for for this movie is because most, when they bring in a new IP, usually the formula is is that, you know, Hero fights the evil version of himself, right? Mm-hmm. Ant-Man fought someone else who could shrink down. Yeah. Iron Man, you know, fought, fought Warmonger. Warmonger. Yeah. Uh, Shang-Chi uh, and the Masters of Kung Fu. And the Mandarin is all about, like, magic and stuff. So, I mean, I, again, I'm not super familiar with Shang-Chi, so I don't know if he also has access to, like, magic abilities as well. But if, you know, for once, the first sort of origin movie is isn't just you know hero fights mirrored version of himself i think that, that would be a plus that i mean that you're right that'd be a nice change i think yeah uh, captain america was really the only one who really highly deviated from that wasn't mm-hmm. he because thor fought another yeah i mean when it's thor it's always just fighting a a thing of some kind yep okay yeah mm-hmm. i'm into that uh and then in spring 2021 we have wandavision the next disney plus series and i think this one is going to be I think this is the outlier. I don't think that, that, that the Disney Plus shows are going to do this quite as often, but we do know that WandaVision will lead into Doctor Strange. Yeah. And uh, this series uh, uh, is basically uh, dealing with the loss of of the Vision uh, and also exploring the potential and the sort of uh, evolution of Wanda's powers. Somehow she creates uh, a 1950s version of her and yep. and Division. the Vision basically having like uh, this ideal suburban life that basically a nuclear family yeah the nuclear family that apparently is teamed with darkness uh, and um, that will uh, I, I I think that they're probably drawing a lot of inspiration out of the idea from House of M. Like her reality warping powers. And there's also a six-part comic series uh, centered around the vision where he has a family and they are constantly using like this 50s kind of vibe to it. it like when, when that got announced, I was like, I think I know the comic series that they're drawing the inspiration for. And that series is about the vision trying to he's basically created a family for himself mm-hmm. of, you know, other AIs. And he's struggling with them not understanding the value of life quite the same way he does. Right. It's a very interesting yep. read. And, and, and that is apparently going to lead directly into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which is set for uh, May uh, 21st of 2021, oh. which is being billed as a horror film, the first horror film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and oh. will heavily feature Scarlet Witch as well. So you said that um, Eternals was the one that gave you the most anxiety in the next phase. This is the one that gives me the most anxiety. Really? Why? That it will fail? The problem is this is the one I'm most excited for. Like, like the the, first of all, the teaming of Doctor Strange and the Scarlet Witch, awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Building out a WandaVision, awesome. Potential tie-ins to things like House of M, awesome. Doctor Strange 2, Doctor Strange, one of my favorite superheroes now, Awesome. And it being a horror movie, one of my favorite genres. So, so all for things you, I love. The reason you're most anxious about it is there's a lot of buildup, and you're you're afraid you're going to go in thinking this is going to be the best thing yet. It's the opposite of the Eternals, where I will uh, go in with no expectations. This one, I'll be going in with like I would want a lot out of this. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, especially I'm, because like 
whenever they've kind of attempted a new genre, it's always been rooted in action. Like, even if it's, you know, it's okay, it's Mm -hmm. the Guardians of the Galaxy, it's sci-fi, but it's also action-adventure. If it's a a spy thriller, it's also action. Well, you have to remember... Horror is a very different thing, but you can do horror action. But here's the thing. Horror itself is also a very vast genre as well, and when we see the type of stuff that they've done with Doctor Strange, and even recently with Far From Home with Mysterio, Mm. I think that the type of horror this is going to be is psychological. Ooh, now that I'd be into dealing with like like the the inner workings of uh, Scarlet Witch's mind. Yep, what's Ooh. what's real, what's not real? How do we deal with it? Because because again, if if WandaVision feeds into this and and she can't get out of what she's into or it spirals out of control or she starts to affect reality, the only person that really has the means or the know how to navigate that is Doctor Strange. Oh, see, this is the one I'm most excited for that mm-hmm. that got announced, and which. Given what the final movie that was announced, it shouldn't be the one I'm most excited right. for, but it definitely yep. is. Uh, and then in spring 2021 on Disney Plus, we also have the Loki series, uh, which uh, we've been told that uh, him taking the Space Stone in in Endgame, you know, in the alternate timeline, yes. is what starts this. Uh, which I, we kind of predicted at the end right, of Infi- uh, Endgame. I have a lot of questions here because I thought that Loki's arc was was perfect. I I thought that they should have just ended where it was. You know. No, Look, Tom Hiddleston is great. I'm sure this will be great as well. But I just thought overall that that was the perfect ending point for it. Because now, A, if this is an alternate timeline, is this actually tying into anything? Right. If not, okay, sure, whatever. If they do eventually end up tying it back in, well, now all the events that happened in Thor Dark World and Ragnarok and Infinity War, that sort of, you know, all this stuff between Thor and Loki, that's all been erased. So now does Loki even... Is he just the same Loki? Because mm-hmm. if he's just the same Loki... Uh, then I don't. Uh, I don't know if we need to watch that. Right, it's more of the same. The whole right. point of this, and specifically of his own series, should be that we're seeing character change, right? And it took him three whole movies to basically almost not change as it was himself. Where where does this actually go? It's an interesting question because okay, so he's got the space stone, right? Uh, and the space stone is, that is the one that he gives to Thanos in Infinity War, right? Correct. It is okay. So timeline wise, it's fine for him to have it. He just still has to end up giving it to Thanos, mm-hmm. and uh, at the same time, um, yeah, I really don't know what you do with this because I don't want to see him having more going on with Thor because we've seen that we've seen that over a bunch of movies. Mm-hmm. I don't need any more of the will they won't they finally you know be brothers you know, um, yeah, I, I, like with uh, WandaVision and with you know falcon and winter soldier we have good ideas of like a story that can be told there character arc stuff like that Think, things that are happening that you don't even if you decide to skip all the all the disney plus stuff you're yeah. still going to see it in other movies you'll just right wouldn't this, have seen the process of it happening this one feels kind of blatantly fan servicey it does it, it this one feels like it's there for a specific subset of fans who love tom hiddleston and hey i love tom hiddleston too I just don't know that this was a series that I needed. Yeah. I mean, and you know what? Hey, maybe I'll be proven wrong. Maybe That'd it'll be, be awesome. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have in the summer of 2021, the what if series, uh, which, yes. you know, if you're familiar with the what if series, it explores pivotal story events. Should a different outcome have occurred? Uh, we know that the first episode is going to uh, uh, explore uh, the idea of Peggy instead being injected with the super soldier yes. serum and uh, uh, skinny uh feeble frail steve basically uh working an iron man type suit that was uh designed by howard stark i'm i mean uh, so what if first of all is a yes for me i need what if in my life i just want them to get 
ridiculous with it. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be always just super simple things like, hey, what if uh, Peggy got injected with the super soldier ship? I want them to get like push some boundaries. I want like, hey, what if Marvel created Batman and here's a <laughs> Batman storyline? I want them to go as hard good, as they good can. Good luck with, with it. that one. But uh, one of the coolest things about this is that many of the Marvel actors are actually expected to come back and voice the roles that they actually play. This is well. an animated one, this right? Is animated. Oh, right. this is. Mm-hmm. There's so much potential with uh, like the what if. I mean, ironically, that what we just talked about with Loki might have worked better as a what if. Hey, what Probably. if Loki had escaped with the Tesseract at the end of Avengers? What if all of the what ifs are because Loki interfered with stuff? All right, I'd be into that. That wouldn't be the worst thing mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my yep, life, yep. especially because if if the Loki series is finished up by then. So uh, the, all those episodes come out, and now we get the What If series that basically follows each episode of him <laughs> yeah. and showing like what, what that, became that, of it. That could work. That could work. I wouldn't hate that. Now, you're uh, listening to The Other Identity, a uh, show brought to you by Checkpoint XP that focuses on comic culture and superhero movies. We're uh, talking about what came out of SDCC for Marvel, and we'd love to know what you guys think. Uh, you can join us live over at twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP, or let us know uh, on our social medias. That's uh, Checkpoint XP on Facebook. Facebook and Twitter and checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. So in fall 2021, the other Disney series that we have coming that um, I, I I know it'll feed into the greater MCU, but I, I think this would be more Norris's speed because I think this is something you'll probably be able to skip and then you just see these characters come in later. But I'm still excited about it. And that's Hawkeye getting his own Disney Plus uh, uh, show with Kate Bishop, which introduces Kate Bishop. Okay, That's right. It says now now specifically, uh, apparently this is going to be based on uh, Matt Fraction and David Aja's critically acclaimed Hawkeye, mm-hmm. um, which uh, I'm not familiar with uh, myself. I read a few, few issues of it. It's pretty good. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, uh, Kate Bishop is basically going to be mentored and will eventually take over as the new Hawkeye should. Hawkeye decide to return to the Avengers. Chances are it won't be uh, it won't be Clint. So that's really uh, all that we have on it. You but. know what? I, I, much like Black Widow, I'm glad to finally see him get his own thing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, well, and and the way that Renner's always played Hawkeye has always just been just fun. It's it's you been know? it's they've always approached Hawkeye like, hey, we're going to treat him as a serious superhero, but also not be like. He realizes he realizes he's he a human. He realizes he, he real, what's going on. He realizes yeah. he's a person, and if he gets punched by uh, Ultron, he's not getting back up. Right. And I've always appreciated them treating it, him seriously. He's, he's, he's self aware of the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very excited uh, to see what Hawkeye can do uh, with Kate Bishop. Like that could be really interesting if it's anything like the comic series. I'm sure it'll be well done. I'm mm-hmm. I'm aces for this yep. one. So uh, the other one that that comes out november 5th 2021 and, and this is another one that i'm cautious about you know in in uh, taika watiti and in kevin feige we trust <laughs> but thor love and thunder i'm so excited uh is bringing back uh obviously chris hemsworth is coming back Correct. uh uh valkyrie is coming back with tessa thompson uh-huh. and uh jane foster is coming back uh as natalie portman and yes. will somehow presumably wield the hammer of thor living up to jason aaron's uh the mighty thor um we don't have a whole lot of details on on what this is what or what's going to be going yeah. to happen. Uh, Tessa Thompson apparently did tease that Valkyrie will look uh, for a queen. Yes, now that she's king of Asgard. Mm-hmm. Um, the the only 
The only concern that I have here is that uh, uh, Aaron's uh, the Mighty Thor, Jason Aaron's the Mighty Thor, uh, specifically in that they changed the canon to where Thor isn't a person, it's a mantle. Right. In fact, they actually show on the hammer where it says, you know, whoever wields this uh, doesn't have the power of Thor. They are Thor. Is Thor. That's fine and dandy. The issue that I have with that is that the movies have already gone to great lengths to establish that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah. that is not the case. In that fact, you are, that, that in Ragnarok, he very clearly says, are you the god of hammers? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. You're, you have the power. You don't need That's Mjolnir. just a focus. Right. And, and to that, to that uh, uh, point, you know, when, when Cap picked up and wheeled Mjolnir... He didn't become Thor. No, he was, but he was able to use Thor's powers. He did have the powers of Thor. That's fair enough. So it'll, it'll just it'll be interesting to see to see what they do with it. Um, see, I've always been on the side of if, if you're going to make uh, uh, a hero that's normally male female, I don't like the idea of oh, you know, Lady Thor uh, or yeah. this is Spider. Like if you're going to do it, go full in. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the same sort of issue that, that I kind of have right now with James Bond. I love the idea of uh, 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 Lashana Lynch uh, being 007. Yeah, that is amazing. Oh yeah, but she's not James Bond. They're right. just giving her the 007. Now, granted, Jamie Bond wouldn't really sound the same yeah. either. And, well, and, 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 I, and we'd love yet to see what that looks yeah, like. Yeah, her name's Nomi. In it. Nomi? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, it could also, like, like, if at some point we find out that James Bond 007, like that whole identity is the moniker, and at the end they dub her Jane Bond 007, cool. But anyway, back to Thor. That That's kind of what I'm, I'm afraid of, is I don't just want her to be Lady Thor. I know that they said she'll be the Mighty Thor, but... Hey, I don't know. She's going to be Dr. Thor. She's an astrophysicist <laughs> that's, with a PhD. You know what? That, she's going to be Dr. Thor. That's the best outcome there. But if, if they do go the route of you have the hammer, you are Thor now. Sure. What do we now call actual Thor? Does he does he have a, a normal name? Dadbot Thor. No. Uh, so, no. I, I, I do think she's going to wield Mjolnir. I don't think they're going to call her Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she will be a champion of Asgard, and I think she will be the queen of Asgard by the end of it. Uh, but I don't believe she will actually be called Thor. Maybe okay. maybe she's given her own moniker, her own nickname or whatever, but she'll wield the powers of Mjolnir and have his abilities with right, them. Right. But I think she will become her own character because like you, I, I, if they called her Lady Thor, that would be weak. Yeah, If I agree. they called her, frankly, I think if they call her Thor, that's kind of weak too. Like, well, because you still have your own Thor. Per- exactly. Is, is, is the Thor, problem. Yeah, if Thor died and she became Thor... I don't hate that as much because, like in the comics, I liked it because their their explanation of it. Whoever wields the Mjolnir, so it, is granted the power in of Thor. the I comics. Who who does Thor become after that? Then uh, they just call him the what do they call him? Uh, oh, the, he actually got a, a short run series called Thor the Unworthy, the Unworthy Thor. So he was he was still Thor though. Yeah, he, he was okay. still called Thor. Right. Yeah, uh, and I think the the uh, last thing to mention because I know a lot of people are, are, are oh, wondering. Epic about- Lurker suggests they call him Odin Son. No, fair enough. That's fair enough. that's not terrible. Uh, but at the end of uh, Endgame, you know, he goes off with the Guardians of the Galaxy. James Gunn has came out and said that uh, based on the timeline, that Thor: Love and Thunder does happen before Guardians will happen. Yes. So uh, whether or not we see him leaving the Guardians at some point, you know, maybe he just gets called back to Asgard, new Asgard for some reason. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know that we're going to get to see uh, that setup that you know we would have liked to, uh, dude. I wanted Asgardians of the Galaxy so bad. I know. So bad. Know. And yeah, uh, Talison confirming uh, he went by Odin's son yep. when, uh, when he no longer was worthy. So the, uh, the last bit of uh, news that we got is, and no, no timeline on this one, but they are going to be making and rebooting Blade. 
I'm curious. I mean, I liked the original Blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nothing wrong with it. You, you just remake those and, and, and you're fine. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know how it ties movies. into things, but I'm interested. Where where so far do you do you tie that? Would, would it be... Because technically Doctor Strange introduced like sort of like mythology and like magic. Would that be the best I think avenue? Th- so if we're doing the multiverse of madness, right? So whether that ends up being a tie-in of House of M or whatnot... It gives us the potential to meet beings of other universes, other dimensions. Mm-hmm. That might be where you bring in a character like maybe maybe vampires come in from there, and then that gives rise to someone like Blade, who says no. Oh, but but here's the thing: we we we'd have to have a pretty big time jump jump if we're just introducing vampires. I think they've always existed. Oh, you want you think they'll go that route? Oh yeah, that? okay, yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. Uh, and of course, uh, um, uh, we do know who Blade is. Uh, uh, Mash- Mar- I'm going to butcher this name. I'm so sorry, Marshala Ali, Academy Award winner, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, uh, those who are familiar with Marvel, especially the Netflix series, would actually uh, uh, know him as Cottonmouth from Luke Cage season two. Yes, you're correct. Which okay. means I think that he is the first. No. Technically, second actor to be cast in in both a movie and a thing because the lady who played um, his his uh, uh, sister or or or, or cousin uh, I'm forgetting her name now but the other um, villain of Luke Cage was actually the mother at the beginning of Civil War really who who went up to Tony and was like you killed my son basically oh uh... yeah so I mean just a smaller bit part but. Yeah, technically, uh, not the first person. Yeah, I'm excited for Blade. I, mm-hmm. I think that could be really cool. And I, you talk about them doing things different in this kind of phase. Actually, right, right here in, in the this little little write up, uh, it, it, it you know talks about the idea of why vampires have not been exposed yet. And it says maybe Blade's just very good at his job. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I I hope they. That's nope. exactly what they explain it as. That would be amazing. Yeah. And then uh, we do also know. Uh, uh, you know, at the end of it, Feige said that that we have way way more planned. We just haven't. You know, we don't have time here. Black Panther two is on the way. Captain Marvel two is on the way. Guardians of the Galaxy three is on the way. Uh, there there is. This was Phase four. Uh, apparently, they they almost did a, a longer panel and also includes included phase five oh, in wow. the uh yeah in the in the uh, i'm glad they didn't do that well. i'm glad they didn't do that i mean as much as i like i personally mm. like like selfishly wanted yeah i'm kind of glad they yeah. didn't do that well uh what, well I, I was hoping that we'd have some uh, uh a chance here to also talk about where we think this is going sort of what the next crossover is going to end up being uh but we are running a little bit long and i don't know what we're going to talk about next week so i think we're going to make you guys wait on that until the next issue uh, until the next issue oh. that's right so the next issue uh, we're going to talk about where the MCU could be going from here and we will have uh, evidence loosely based to back it up that's our homework we can't just say this is where you think or where I want it to go we have to have reasons why okay that's right guys so that's going to be it for us Joe take it away Will Marvel's first horror movie also be its last? Will Disney Plus burn everyone out on the MCU? Tune in next time. Same Twitch time. Same Twitch channel.